Hello everybody, welcome back to the Hamster Business Show. My name is Chris Bajana, and today I'm here with Keith Gentili of the New Boston Beacon. Yes. Doing, Keith? Good, good. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks for having me. Right. I appreciate it. Awesome. So we're going to roll into a quick word here from our sponsors, and then we're going to get going. So everyone, hold on just a moment. There is nothing better than bettering your life. So head over to nhbusinessshow.com slash self-author and uh, run through our self-authorship program and start bettering your life. <laughs> There's nothing better. Keith, this is pretty cool. So the new Boston Beacon. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it, you know, we um, we in New Boston had an opportunity where we were without a paper uh, mm-hmm. since the summer of 2017. So there was a little bit of a void. Yeah. And after a 20-year run by the New Boston Bulletin, um, it just came time where 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 they decided to retire and move on. And I had thought about starting something sooner. Uh, or even taken over the bulletin, uh, but I wasn't sure. You know, wasn't you know newspapers? You could label the newspaper industry as a bit of a dinosaur. You know, they they are a dying breed, in some on some levels. I think the community newspaper, in my case, a monthly newspaper, is not. I think that's kind of the exception to the rule. And after giving it a lot of thought and thinking about it this winter, I decided to uh, see what I could do and. Pieces fell into place in the fall, especially through like October, November, December. We launched at the end of January and uh, with a monthly publication, The Beacon, and the community support has been fantastic. We've been very lucky. Again, a lot of the groundwork was laid by my predecessor, The Bulletin. so we were able to reach out to advertisers who had advertised in that paper. And that made it, you know, that made it for a bit of a smoother transition yeah. than cold calling, right? Um, so from a pure business standpoint, you know, people say the answer to everyone's questions is money. And it certainly is, you know, part of the equation here without advertising, without the financial support of the local business community, we weren't going to make a run at it. Um, we also generated some funding um, from from the community itself that we had a GoFundMe campaign that raised a few thousand dollars, which was very advantageous for me because it allowed me the comfort of knowing, okay, the community wants it. They've said they've wanted, but they've also put a little bit of money behind it, saying, yeah. "Here, this will help you get off, get uh, get launched." Yeah, they pretty much put their money where their mouth was. You know, they're willing to support what they said they would. Yeah, and so I I wasn't sure those first couple of issues. I wasn't sure if I would be able to have time to get enough advertising to, to support them 100%. Um, the first issue was really a break-even venture for me. I didn't make any money on it, and that's okay. I'm trying to establish a brand, establish um, you know just a, a, my place in the community um, with town folk, you know, town government, um, as well as the business community. So, you know, you got to. I don't want to say it. you want to you want to crawl before you walk and walk before you run. So. You know, we're crawling right now. We're just yeah. kind of getting started. But the third issue, we'll put the third issue to bed this weekend. And then I really feel like, okay, we've done three of them now. Uh, the warmer weather's coming, so there's more advertising opportunity with um, farm stands and gardens and everyone who's doing stuff outside. Um, so we're kind of excited about all the new advertising opportunities that will open up this summer. Yeah. So so you're right. This is, this is kind of interesting. It's another reason I... When you reached out, I was like, oh, yeah, I totally want to do this because our mediums are so different. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm you know, totally online, completely digital, um, and you have a paper product, which across yeah. the board people would say is kind of dying out, yeah. but here you are making a, a run for the new one, and so it's, I was like, this is really cool. I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. So I hope, you know, you know, my, 
you know, my blueprint, my plans are yeah. to make it a full-time endeavor. Right yeah. now, for me, it's nights and weekends and filling in the gaps for myself. But I would love to maybe flip my day job and my night job. I'd like the beacon, again, if I can grow it as a brand. Right now, we're 24 pages. Yeah. You know, and so a formula that, that some paper mediums, newspapers use is if you can sell 50% of your paper, if you can be 50-50, 50% advertising, 50% editorial, it's a winning, it's a winning formula. The, my first two issues, I sold about six to seven pages. So I'm, a, I'm a, like a 25, 30% advertise. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not at that winning formula. <laughs> but the nice thing for the community is that's more editorial content for them. That's more yeah. stories, more pictures. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a healthier read. It's, a, it's got some thud factor. You know? And that was some of the feedback I got from my first issue, that there's a lot here. There's a lot to read, which was really nice to hear. Now... Again, in a perfect world, there'd be a little bit more advertising in there. This third issue has a little bit more. I'm client, you know, I am going in the right. We're trending in the right direction. Yeah. Um, we added, you know, we like I guess we added just some like some landscapers just jumped in this new yeah. issue. That helps. So, um, we're going in the right direction. But I can grow the paper. We're at 24 pages. I'm hoping to grow to you grow in eights in newspapers. So I'd like to get to 32 this summer, and then someday if I could get to 40 pages and maybe mm-hmm. sell 20 of them, and that's again that's blue sky 50/50. If I'm at 40, 60, and I'm selling 16 pages of a 40-page paper, I think that's when you start to get into okay. I think this can be my full-time gig. Yeah. Um, but I got two daughters that need to go to college, and <laughs> you know I you know it, you know part of me. I've been in New Boston 17 years, yeah. so part of me wants to give back to the community. My, I, I've raised my girls there. The community's been good to me. It over-delivered for me as a father. I wasn't even sure I was going to have children, and you know, the right the right woman convinced me. You know, and <laughs> we we ended up living in a you know small country town and on a nice dead end road, and had two kids. And once I started to embrace community events. Um, my life became full and i really mean that sincerely you know when i stopped when i stopped saying that's not for me or i'm not going downtown i don't want to you know my kids don't want to do that well once we started doing those events and there's a sense of comfort and and um the, the kids started to say let's go to more events let's whether it's a rec department event or something at the school the more we did you know i love that word begets you know going to community events begets going to more community events yeah and once you're you, you you have that foundation and you you start to say hi to people and you feel like you're part of it, it really is warm. And so they had an idyllic childhood. And now what I want to do is kind of help new families in in New Boston experience some of that. If they choose not to, that's their decision. But I want them to know what's going on downtown. Yeah. I want them to know that the duck races are being held and what time they start and where to buy their tickets. And I want them to know about the Easter egg bonnet parade and all the types of things that we can do as a community newspaper. And I want to tell them a month in advance, and then after an event, I want to show them what it looked like, you know, so we can preview things, you know, the previous month, and then we can we can you know do the post mortem after, show them the photos, and write the story. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's kind of cool because you're right. New Boston is a pretty small town, yes, especially since it's plucked right next to Golf Sound, which is one of the biggest towns in the state. Yeah. So, is is creating that much content? I, mean, I guess you're doing it on a monthly basis, but is that difficult? Or just finding things to write about? That's a great question. And, and, and it's one I take real serious because of all the things I'm trying to do with the Beacon, um, 
I'm trying to generate original content. Yeah. And when I say original content, I mean it in the truest sense of the word. I don't want to regurgitate press releases. Or I certainly don't want content that's being shared on Facebook on five or six different pages. Now, there's a place for that. In fact, you know, the Beacon has a Facebook page, and I'm struggling. Literally, I'm struggling with what, what, how to use it as a medium because I... I don't know that it's the place for me to be sharing information that other people are already sharing. It's a lot of websites, excuse me, a lot of Facebook pages already sharing New Boston news. Um, and Goffstown does it too. There's some crossover there. I'm interested in original content. I want to give somebody something to read when they get home from work, even if it's only one day a month. They come home from work that day or, or that Saturday morning with their coffee. They can kick back and open the paper. I want them to see new things, new content. So to answer your question, I'm trying to incorporate as many writers in town or many experts in town, whether they have a writing background or not is irrelevant. Yeah. But if they're experts in something, then then the the writing is it, it, the information will cut through. I can work with bad writing. Any editor can work with bad writing. It's bad reporting or bad information that you can't work with. So you find an expert in town, ask them to write something, work with them, encourage them, put a little polish on it, add a couple of photos, and then you've got a community sharing their expertise. And it's really, for me, I'm real happy with where we're at this point. So this third issue, readers are going to see a bunch of new names, you know, another handful of names. There's probably seven or eight different bylines in one issue. There might even be, we might have 10 different bylines. We have my staff or the staff who write each month. And then we have five or six experts from the community writing. And when, when someone sits down and flips through the paper, getting all those different voices and all those different viewpoints, to me, that's the community paper. And I really, that gets me excited when I can get other writers excited to, to contribute and to put a little extra work into it, to, yeah. to really dig in and see what we can do. In the end, we have to we have to remind ourselves that we're trying to serve the reader the best we can. And in New Boston, we've got about 55, 5,600 people. There's a large chunk of children, large large percentage of families. There's an elderly community, you know, a retired community. Um, so I want to make sure that there's content for everybody. You know, if you're a single guy who owns a house in town and you want to know where to go see some live music, I want to have something for you, whether it's in Peterborough, Manchester, Milford. I want, I want to have listings for you to go, hey, I know that band that's playing at the Pasta Loft in Milford. I want to have that for you. But at the same time, I want to make sure families know what's playing in the local, you know, like, like a play at the Amato Center in Milford yeah. or, you know, what to do with your children. And, you know, and then seasonal each month, you know, where you know, where to go play miniature golf or go bowling or go to the movies, like things like that. I, I want to make sure people are reading interesting content by interesting people. So. Yeah, which is really cool. Like, this is something that I often talk about is kind of missed nowadays because, yes, we have social media. You know, as you said, there's like three or four of them in Gosstown, all yeah. kind of kicking back the same info. But to literally that, that paper, you kind of – add something else to it like you said there's things being written by people in the community it's for the community yeah. and it's kind of just i think the quality information is probably a little better yeah <laughs> like well thank you yeah <laughs> one of the things i'm stressing to all my writers you know is traditional journalism and what i mean by that is if you're a pure expert and you want to write a column about your life, so I have, I have a columnist who's writing a health and wellness column, mm -hmm. and she's fantastic. She's she's written two for me. She's great, 
and she can write in the first person and write about her health and wellness, 30 years of experience. And she can just write, you know, a first person column sharing information with the community. You know, that's one slice of journalism. That's a column. Yeah. I'm also trying to make sure my news writers or my feature writers, people who are who are covering a subject, know that they need to interview experts and put quotes from them in the story. Yeah. That readers need to hear from people who are experts. They're not the writer's not the expert by any means. So they've got to go out there and do interviews. I'm stressing them. I want two or three sources per story. Even if even if you only have one or two quotes from each person, that's okay. But I want my readers to pick up the paper, flip through it, and hear all those different voices. So we're trying to interview people who are involved in the town, whether they're you know the selectmen or school committee, or um, we're trying to be everywhere we can be. Now, being a monthly publication, you know, I know we're limited on breaking news. We're not going to break news because you know we're. we're we're trying to report on stories that are kind of unfolding in front of us, especially on social media. People are reading a lot before they get the paper. Yeah. But we take it serious. Last month, or the current issue, you know, the, the Winslow story, the Winslow case, which is a big story in New Boston, you know, I spent hours going through documents and records and meeting with a lawyer and really pouring in. I mean, it was, you know, it was real journalism. I'm proud of the piece I ran and I got some good feedback on it and so there's there's that's going to be mixed with your maple syrup story, right? That, yeah. Right. That's the, the the juxtaposition of what the paper can do. We we can talk about the band playing at Molly's Tavern. We can cover the hard news on the front page. We can cover the election and town government. But I want to have those pieces about skiing Tuckerman's Ravine, or I want to have a piece about going to Crotchet Mountain, or or hiking Monadnock. Like I want I want to make sure people feel like, you know what. There's a good idea. We should do that. Let's, you know, we sh- that's what we should do this weekend. The Beacon has it, you know. Like, I have this dream that I'll be eating breakfast one morning at the Northeast Cafe, and I'll overhear someone at another table say, did you, you know, did you see what the Beacon had? And just hearing that, you know, I don't know, make me feel like I've arrived. And we're a long way from that. But but we're trying to establish a brand, really. Yeah. Um, it'd be the paper of record in town. You know, yeah. that's what we'd like to do. And it's going to take time. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So earlier you had mentioned that um, there's a bunch of people kind of showing their expertise inside of uh, the newspaper. Yeah. Right. So what type of things are you kind of reporting on? Okay. So our first issue, we had a local photographer, Mm -hmm. Allison Hope McGrail, who's certainly an expert photographer, talked about winter photography and gave our readers tips how to shoot in winter, how to handle snow and snow backdrops or lighting in the snow. We had a, the restaurant, the guy who owns, Guy Tino owns Northeast Cafe, talked about working in the kitchen. So basically, there are business leaders who own businesses in town. They have a certain expertise. But I want them to write about something. Everybody has a kitchen in their house. So he talked about being in the kitchen. Actually, he's got a story in the upcoming issue about raising pigs that they brought to slaughter. Yeah. And I think it's fantastic. It's a great story. It's a great story. And it's, you know, again, first person from his experience of raising pigs and basically bringing them to slaughter and doing the butchering himself. And so it's 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 good stuff. I've got the uh, landscaper in the current issue, which are the April issue talking about cleaning up, you know, tips for cleaning up your lawn and your garden for the month of April. So it's totally on point. He owns Grasshopper's Garden Center, John Morris in town. And it's great. It's it's. You know, I'm very lucky to have folks, and I have folks from like the New Boston Historical Society. They have a page every month. Um, hmm. There's a real interest in history in New Boston. Yeah. 
And it really, so I gave them a whole page or worked with them and they have a page every month. So we do a page every month do, dedicated to what I call Our Town Yesterday and it's opposite of Our Town Today. So old New Boston news with today's New Boston news side by side. Um, yeah, and it's been real effective. You know, on the editorial page, this is another spot where I'm, I'm using folks in town as a resource. You know, because I'm new to journalism here, meaning yeah. I just launched this paper. I'm not an expert on town government yet. Maybe in a year I will, maybe in six months, but I just started following it closely. So my editorials are being written by people who are in it. Um, my April editorial, we call it Perspectives. So I'm encouraging people in town to share their perspective with the community. Yeah. Woman who ran for the Board of Selectmen uh, as a writing candidate wrote this month's Perspective. Um, <laughs> And it's a really unique, you know, it's, again, it's a first-person look at what it's like to run for you know, Board of Selectmen, you know, as a write-in candidate uh, in New Boston. It's a very unique, you know, she's the only one who did it. So her perspective is, is very unique. Last month, we had a member of the fire ward um, talk about the new fire station. We had a member of the New Boston Taxpayers Association write against. So it was a pro and con against the new fire station that was going up for vote. And that was in our March issue. And that was a real sensitive subject. And I had I had mixed emotions about doing it or putting it together, but in the end, I think we really served the readers well. We showed them two sides of the issue. Yeah, you know, we're not we're not trying to persuade them. We're just trying to educate them and inform them. They can make their own decisions. They're smarter than I am. They've been, you know, they let them. We're just providing the information, and um, I think we did a really good job on it. So that's kind of this, you know, when, when you add up all those different departments, you know, the, I call it the hometown experts page where, yeah. the, where people in town are writing the health and wellness column, the perspectives from, from folks in town, you know, page after page, it's all original content, as I said earlier. And that's really important to me. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. So we're going to take a quick second here, take a break from it and uh, hear from our sponsors real quick. And uh, we'll be right back. So, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> the New Hampshire Business Show puts out seven to eight interviews a week with New Hampshire businesses, large and small. Um, and with that, you know, we accumulate some costs that, um, since I don't charge guests, um, I you typically pay for them myself or out of the small, you know, things I make when I work. So, if you want to help support the show and help take us to the next level, head over to patreon.com slash Show. To get in there as you can see right behind me over here over there somewhere right there Oop, right there we have some business cards of people that are already sponsoring us on patreon and if you want to join the list and get your name thrown up on the board here right behind us so everyone can see you on every show um head on over support us it's a dollar a month to be on the board or you can offer a little bit more uh be a guest do a whole bunch of different things but help support new hampshire businesses because it's passionate to me and if that's something you want to do, help. So this might be interesting because while the mediums are different between digital and uh, like in paper, kind of more in person type things, they're still, as a person who puts out or is essentially edits and puts everything together, yeah. you still have to kind of point them in a direction like what content do you actually want to put in the paper, yeah. what goes out. So this can actually be useful for even online. Like what, you know, what type of content should people be looking to create or 
put out or any of that type of stuff? Yeah, it's a good question. And I'm, I'm <laughs> now that I'm at issue three, I'm kind of at this crossroads. So what I'll tell you is one of the big elephants in the room of like our, of our editorial meetings is how much government coverage. Yeah. So we just got through our, our town voting, which was in March. So our March issue had the sample ballot in there. Um, I don't know the answer yet. It's going to take me time to figure out how much government to give the readers of New Boston. Yeah. You know, is every move the Board of Selectmen making and the, and the school committee making, is everything that they're doing, you know, the Finance Committee, the Planning Commission, there's so many committees in town. There's a lot of government in town. And how, many, how much editorial space to give to that I'm torn on, you know, and I, and I talked to, you know, my small focus group would be friends that I know, parents of, of, of kids my age and people I talk to in town, you know, and, and maybe 10 or 20 people isn't that small of a focus group in a town of 5,500. But, you know, I'm getting some feedback that, you know, you can give them too much, you know, town government talk. It, yeah. it can, I don't like the word boring. I don't want to say it's boring, <laughs> but it can be, it can be a little numbing. You know yeah. what I mean? It can be a little like, Okay, enough. You know, give me, you know, tell me what's tell me what's playing at the Wilton Town Hall Theater. You know, give yeah. me give me a story on that or, you know, let me tell me about snowshoeing across, you know, the the, you know, Scobie Pond. Like that's what I'm juggling with. So so to answer your question, what I've done is I've created a very, very traditional template where the front half of the paper, basically the first 11 pages is is my town coverage. Mm -hmm. It's my news hole, my op-ed pages that we talked about. And then you get into basically the, 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 the historical society page, the town government page, and then we do the schools, and then we do the churches. And that's pretty much the front half, the front half of the paper. Yeah. The center spread is our calendar, pages 12 and 13, in a 24-page template is our calendar. No ads on it. It's what's going on in the community and the surrounding towns. And then the back half of the paper is what I call the fun stuff, which is our <laughs> arts page, yeah. which is our notes from the library and the recreation department, our outdoor recreation page, which is hiking, skiing, um, fishing, paddling. I mean, that, that's the plan for the outdoor sports page, recreation. Um, and then we have what I call, um, you know, just an area for 20 question interviews. I want to interview somebody every month and get that into the paper and do an L. We have an animals page, which is really popular. At least I think it's really popular. Um <laughs> We, we cover, you know, basically the pet scene in New Boston. There's, you know, whether it's dog groomers or where to board your animal. We have a trainer, a dog trainer who writes every other month. And we have the vet in town who's writing. We do a trail cam photo of the month. So we're trying to get all, like I said earlier, like all these different, I don't know, demographics um, looking forward to something in the paper each month. So, you know, back to my original point, you know, half the, the front half of the paper is really to the news and news in town and including the government and the back half would be all those other interest, you know, hobbies or, or interests that people have who live in town. And I'm really trying to encourage people to write to me, whether it's through Facebook or letters to the editor and, and tell me what they want, what interests them, you know, what we're, we're always looking for story ideas. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah, that, but that, I'll tell you, that is, that is the toughest challenge I have right now is is how much government to give the folks I, I I'm, I'm struggling with it <laughs> yeah so I just you were talking about animals pages and I'm like oh man you should have like a coyote sightings page yeah because then I'll grab your paper every month and go hunting <laughs> <laughs> so there is a coyote in our first in our first issue oh, yeah. our trail cam photo of the month is a coyote in the first issue we have bears in the next issue a lot of folks in town have trail cameras up on their property yeah and they share some of those photos online you know and 
You know, my paper goes to all 2,229 mailboxes in town. And even in, in 2018, today, not everybody's online. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. There, I, I have readers who aren't online. I've gotten phone calls from people, um, from you know members of the elderly community or senior citizens in town who are not online. And then there's another percentage who are certainly not on Facebook. Yeah. You know, and I, I have buddies who are you know my age, you know, you know, uh, professional businessmen in their 40s, who are not on Facebook by choice or used to be and have walked away from it. So they're not seeing a lot of that stuff. Um, so I want to give it to them in the paper, you know. So, so they're a part of it is 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 a challenge. But yes, I want them, I want them to see things. So I'm the other thing that I'm doing too is I'm I'm doing more and more color pages every month because I really believe in the photographs. New Boston's a very visual town. It's very idyllic, um, you know. No streetlights, yeah. you know. Uh, no neon, you know. There's really very little business. You know, we have the country store and then you know the, the yeah. general store in the center of town yeah. and the hardware store. Um, the pizza place, but even that, there's no neon. There's so so the photographs are very, again, idyllic, and I want to I want to show the town visually uh, each month, you know. So color photos do that a lot better, you know. So even like the center of our town, you know, I yeah. think I think the color photos cost me more, you know, <laughs> but the readers are worth it, you know. The, you know that's part of establishing the brand. I want them to see the paper in color. Um, if you, if you know, I feel like if I give them a good product, a good quality product, mm-hmm. um, advertising will come. I, I think people, you know, it's, <laughs> I'd like to think it's cool. You know, like on some level, the paper can be cool and people want to be a part of it. I'm not sure we're there yet, <laughs> but but I want people to think that. I want them to at least be like, you know what, I'm going to read it. So if I'm going to read it, people like me are going to read it. Well, maybe I should advertise in it, you know, because we are, like I said, it goes to every mailbox in town by the first of the month and then I take another that's 2200 issues I take another 1800 issues to local businesses and I deliver them myself to businesses in New Boston Milford Mount Vernon Ware Greenfield Amherst Francis I didn't go to Francistown because the store closed in Francistown oh in Mount Vernon oh, anyways okay. so there's yeah, there's so much we can talk about like I'm just running through all the questions in my head of sure. like, even just what you said, you know, one of the stores closed down. I'm like, okay, well, how how do we find the places to put them? And yeah. then, you know, we already kind of covered the which articles to run. Um, I kind of wrote down a note where I'm like, well, how do we bridge the gap between publishing and digital? Like, do you put some of the articles online too? And so there's like, there's a, so much we can, <laughs> we, right. we can go into. So I haven't really done that yet. I've done very, you know, I've what I've done a couple times Actually, in the first two issues is I just don't have space for everything. Yeah. You know, space, and I'm, and I'm going through it this weekend. I, I'm cutting, every month I cut some stories or I bank them. You know, if they're timeless, I can bank them and bring them back for the next issue. But but content, copy is being cut or trimmed or held. And so what I have done when I couldn't run a full piece, I've I've used face my Facebook page for basically supplemental, you know, yeah. coverage. And I've noted it in the paper for additional you know, material, or this is an this is an edited version of the finance committee report. For for an unedited full report, go to our Facebook page. Yeah. You know, so I can get about a thousand words on a page, a thousand words and a couple of photos. You know, mm-hmm. and you throw an advert, you know, throw advertising in there. Now maybe it might be six hundred, you know, words and a, and a photo. And you know, so that's you know, I'm a small, you know, I'm a small paper. You know, I'm yeah. not a big broadsheet. I'm a little tabloid. 
so what happens is if somebody writes a, a fifteen hundred word story, that might be three, two or three pages. All right, I've got to either I've got to find space for it or cut it. So we're trying. I'm trying to encourage folks to like that USA Today mentality: five to six hundred words. You know, keep the stories a little shorter. I want photographs. I want graphics. I want quotes, but it fills up fast. You know, it yeah. really does fill up fast. So there, there may be a time I do use the Facebook page or I launch a website for additional cover, additional coverage. Yeah. I think if it, if it became my full-time job, I would start, I, w- I would report almost daily or weekly. I would be reporting on things in town on a website yeah. and the paper would supplement that. But right now, like I said, it's real. my, you know, my primary goal is to deliver once a month a paper product. That's what I'm doing right now. That's yeah. I, that's what I'm in the business of. I'm in the business of making sure I deliver a paper by the first of the month. Anything on Facebook is nice, but that's again, you know, I, I don't have a huge following, and other people have been doing that, and they maybe they do it better. Or, you know, part of me also thinks that the Facebook phenomenon for for news is kind of shifting too. That the whole fake news, you know, scenario, and 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 I don't want to get too much into it because I yeah, but but. <laughs> I just don't know that it's the proper, you know, proper medium for for folks discussing discussing. We learned a lot in New Boston during this last voting cycle on Facebook. It brought out the worst in the town. Yeah. Um, it brought out the best in the town at times too. I don't want to make any you know controversial statement, but at times it, it felt like you really got dragged down, or you know, you know, like some people can talk to you and they can make you feel really good. They can fill you up. You know, sometimes you'd read those Facebook pages right before going into, and, and it just it just drains you, and, yeah. and, and 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 it started to pull from your from your belief or experience. Maybe it's like maybe we maybe our town isn't so great. Look how many, how unhappy so many people are, and they're voicing it over and over, and it begins to it begins to I don't know, it just it just is a real sinking feeling. Yeah. It, it, it just makes you feel beat up, dragged down, deflated, and you're like, oh geez, you know. <laughs> I should stop reading this stuff. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, and I think that's that's another reason to really like the the down earth like homegrown publications. Yeah, and I always always talk about this. Like, yes, the big ones are cool. You know, Fox and you know, Boston Globe. We get all these like huge newspapers, but the down to earth stuff is the stuff that's probably not going to make you depressed and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and all crazy because it's just it's cool stuff from your town and you know so-and-so's pets down the street and you know all the little things like that and yeah. it's not as depressing as what you get at grand scale yeah. <laughs> one of my goals is to keep the you know to keep the content as uplifting or positive as possible to share the, as much good as i can yeah you know we, we've got two pages of school coverage um for the school in town or the schools in town preschools um the elementary school i've got student reporters um, who go to school every day in Goffstown, and I've got a writer at the middle school and a writer at the high school, and I think that gives people a nice insight on what's going on there. Um, you know, th- some stories we have to cover, and, it, and they're and they're going to be challenging, but overall, I do want the message to be there's a lot of you know a lot of good going on in town, a lot of like I said, interesting people doing interesting things. We want to cover it, um, and there's a lot of smart people in town, and doing things that. It's very surprising. You'll you'll get in a conversation with somebody, and then you'll find out they've been here forty seven years, hmm. and they used to own an apple orchard in town. Yeah. You know, and and I just got that story yesterday, and it's it's just it just, you know, 
there's there's a lot there's enough to talk about you know there's a there's a story on every corner in New Boston it's got a very eclectic community from professional um, high tech to you know farm and agricultural and, yeah. and folks who grew up there you know the there's a lot of native New Boston New, New Bostonians um, who've been there a long time and they've chosen to stay and there's a reason for that and it's worth talking about it's worth sharing yeah, yeah. all right cool so. How do people reach out to you, get a hold of you? I know you got the paper and the Facebook page, but is there any other ways? Yeah, so um, they could write to me, you know, certainly newbostonbeacon at gmail.com. Very easy, newbostonbeacon at gmail.com um, if you're online. But if you're not online, well, you probably wouldn't see this if you weren't online, right? But um, I have a P.O. box at the, at, the, at the New Boston Post Office box, P.O. Box 162. Um, but the most important thing is just pick up the paper. You know, if you don't live in New Boston but you're interested in it, you know, Goffstown has Sully's, Cumberland Farms, Ace Hardware. You can pick it up there. Yeah. Moulton's in Amherst, the Mount Vernon Country Store. Uh, all over Milford, I'm distributing papers. Um, so you can find the paper. And if, if you're driving through New Boston, um, Dodge's right downtown, the country store, right in the center of town, is a great place to pick up a copy. I give them um, three or 400, and they go through them, which is really nice. So um, that's probably the best way to get me. Um, but I'm happy to talk to anyone. I'm looking for feedback. I really am. I got a lot of feedback on the first issue. I got phone calls and emails. People stopped me and, and on the street, quote unquote, in New Boston. It was really nice. The second issue came out. It was a little bit quieter, which is okay. It's understandable. It's not new. Um, but I got very little feedback on the second issue, which is, again, fine. I'm just hoping to get the community involved. You know, we launched a classified section, and I want it to fill up. I want people to use it, you know, as a resource for the town. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay, it's pretty cool. So uh, thank you for joining me. And I'm. This was really, really interesting. Cause like I said, our mediums are so different. Yeah. But it's really good to see, like I said, like the down-to-earth, homegrown type publication. And I think that has a – it actually – I think it has a place. Great. That, you know, a lot of big news is kind of failing. But I think that it's kind of the same thing where I would rather read a book than look at, like, Kindle. Yeah. Like, I just – I can't do it. I want, I want to look at it. I want to hold it. I want to see it. And, you know, so I think, yeah. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Nice being here. Yeah, definitely. So thank you guys so much for watching. Um, I'm going to roll out with a word from our sponsors, and then I'll catch you guys on the next interview. If you're looking for more business, join Gold Star Referral Clubs. Uh, we're currently accepting applications for almost every industry, including real estate, mortgages, insurance, you name it. So reach out to nhbusinessshow.com slash goldstar.